Hello and welcome to Whiskey and Popcorn. I'm Kaylee. With me is Tuesday. And you know, the weather is finally cooling off here in Phoenix and people are starting to venture out of their air-conditioned sanctuaries. And it's also the start of fall Arizona film festival season. And one of our favorites is the Scottsdale International Film Festival. From November 1st to the 10th, the best international films will get their chance to be screened right here in the Valley. And here to tell us more about the standout films and the festival itself is Amy Edinger, the executive director of the Scottsdale International Film Festival. Amy, thank you. Welcome to the podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Um, well, I guess to start with, just for any of our listeners who may not be familiar with the festival, can you tell us what year it is, how long you guys have been doing this? Yes, it's very easy to remember. It's the 19th edition or the 19th season. And we've been doing it for 19 years. Almost 20 years. That's incredible. <laughs> Congratulations on getting Thank that you. far. So let's start off with what are the highlights this year from the festival? Well, highlights are deemed so by the public, and they always seem to respond most strongly to those films that come to us uh, from, say, Hollywood studios. And they would be our opening and closing night films and then our centerpiece films. There's a total of 11 films that are most recently out of Telluride or Toronto or Venice and have come on the heels of much praise and many awards. And so those are the highlights for the vast majority of the public, but not, interestingly, um, the highlights for our loyal patron base who really eschew those centerpiece and premiere films because they know they'll come out eventually either on Netflix or Amazon or in the theaters, and they go to see the films that I and my programming committee have found from around the world, which you can consider smaller films, most likely because they won't open theatrically anywhere. And I think that's what makes the SIF so enjoyable because you guys really do work hard to bring in such incredible films from all over the world. Right, exactly. You, you hit the, the nail on the head with that one. We work very hard to bring films in from around the world. And, you know, we have films from Mongolia. We have films from Iceland. We have films from Greenland. You know, it, it's over the course of the years, we've had films from probably 40 or 50 countries. This year, I think we have films from 30 countries. Oh, wow. That's yeah. incredible. Wow. And, and also, I'd like to say that 30% of our lineup has been directed by women. That's fantastic. That's what I really love to hear is that you guys work on that diversity, not just from the countries, but the types of films and the cast and crew that are on there. That's awesome. Now, I was curious to know, like, what sort of, you know, industry or keynote speakers that you're having for this year as well? Anybody of note that uh, we should know about? Well, we have, I think, seven or eight directors coming in, and um, a, I think a couple are from Canada. One is from Austria, and the, the content of the films really needs those voices to come along and explain why they made the film and why the film is important. And so they may not have you know, names that are going to wind up on Entertainment Tonight. 
But gosh, Bridget Berman, who directed Hugh Hefner's uh, After Dark, Speaking Out in America, she's made 200 films and has won Oscars. Now, new this year, you have films both at Harkins, Shea 14, and Camel View, correct? Yes, in the, in the formative years, we were at the original Harkins Camel View 5, which a lot of people may or may not know was uh, raised. And there is now another Harkins Camel View at Fashion Square, which is inside a mall. That's our new third location this year. And the reason that we decided to add that third location is because we had a lot of people who were there in the early years who said, gosh, we miss your being in Old Town Scottsdale. And we had moved up to the Shea 14, I don't know, I guess seven or eight years ago because we outgrew the Camel View. And so this year is our um, answer to coming back down to Old Town. We're, we're doing weeknight screenings, the uh, Monday, November 4th through Thursday, November 7th screenings at the Harkins Camel View at Fashion Square. But also, why I was hesitant to, to agree with the concept that we were just mainly at one location is that we've had our opening night for know, quite some time now at the Scottsdale Center for the Performing Arts, and this year we're still there for our opening night, which is Marriage Story. Oh, yes. Let's talk about your opening film. Now, first of all, it's been getting a lot of buzz. Does a marriage story... Does that fit in with SIF? So um, does it fit in? Well, it may not have fit in in 2001 when we launched or 2005 when we were, you know, kind of gaining some traction in the world of film festivals. Um, But now 19 years along, the forces that be, and that is demand um, from the public at large, is that we not just show only foreign language films, but that we branch out and bring in mainstream film. And uh, Marriage Story, I think early indications from the sales is it was the right choice. Uh, I would tell your listeners, if they're interested in seeing the Scottsdale premiere of this film, to buy the tickets immediately. It's selling the best we've ever had on an opening night film. Very excited to hear that. Yes. Well, I guess just to wrap this up, you know, I kind of want to just talk about that bigger question, why you feel it's so important that our community take the time to see international films. Boy, I feel like now more than ever, everything that we've brought from around the world is as important and the stakes are as high as they've ever been that uh, new audiences come and see films that depict stories that are probably new to them. These stories don't have your typical Hollywood endings. They're out of the box. You know, it's time to come out and, and, and be, have your mind be expanded and perhaps gain a little empathy for the other. And, you know, these films, a lot of them are very humorous. For instance, I'll say Toronto on the Road as an example. It's a comedy. It's hard to find good comedies. Um, That's why Hollywood doesn't make a lot of them. They make a lot of comedies, but not a lot of good ones. It's a good little comedy uh, from Italy. And it's about people who are fleeing Turkey um, 
in fear of their lives. And, you know, it, it, it's about immigration and it's about, you know, jumping in a leaky rubber boat and being terrified, but it's still a comedy and it's done so well. And so, you know, that's what you're going to get in this festival is so many different threads woven together in a beautiful tapestry of um, some kind of unusual experience that lasts an entire 10 days. Fantastic. Well, I know we're really excited and uh, a lot of our listeners are excited as well. So thank you again, Amy, for taking the time to join us today. You're welcome. I appreciate your taking the time to sound me out on the film festival, which is scottsdalefilmfestival.com. And don't forget Ford versus Ferrari on closing. Oh, yes. We're super excited for that. Thank you for giving me the time. 